0: Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co host, Calderness. This episode, we're going to talk about the new, hopefully, hopefully, the new date for WWE Wave 2 getting released, uh, another X Men set, and then some listener questions. This is episode 352. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. My, my, my Dial H for Hero clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me like always in the studio is the Billion Clicks Bruce, the Dial H champion. Damian, what's going on, my man?
1: Yeah, I'll scam you. $5 to learn Hero Clicks secrets. I'll do it. I mean, teach you. I'll teach you Click secrets for five dollars. That's what I said.
0: He'll teach you those inner circle secrets. Ooh, ah. <laughs> the secret. Will Doctor Doom? Will Time this.
1: Platform Doom get Narada? You just gotta Will. wait till. the Watcher get, get Nerada? Yeah.
0: right yes. Yeah. Ooh. He'll teach you all those. Ooh, all those tantalizingly tidbits. Will mission points ever make sense? We don't know. Will they be scored in tournaments? We don't know. But Simeon does. You can learn for $5. <laughs> definitely
1: not a scam.com.
0: Really quick. Uh, that was, yeah, definitely not a scam.com. Please, please understand that was satire. Please don't message us wanting to know those things. Please. <laughs> but all right. Uh, Simeon, like always, we start with podcast with what made us happy this week. Simeon, you got something that made you happy, my man?
1: Yeah. So I don't know if I've told you about this game that I've. Uh, kind of been playing on and off. I've mentioned it to a few people.
0: I swear uh, it's Gwent. I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the mouth. Please don't. So it's a deck
1: building game called Fights in Tight Spaces. <sighs> not Gwent. Okay. Okay. Uh, have I told you about Fights in Tight Spaces?
0: You have not told me about Fights in Tight Spaces.
1: Okay. So just like a quick rundown imagine, so it's it's like a turn based RPG. But it's a deck-building game, so each turn you're given a random hand out of your deck, like some amount of cards, and each card has things like, you know, like they have different abilities, like take a step, so you take, like, one step, or block, or punch, or, you know, just different kinds of attacks and stuff. But it's set in this, like, John Wick kind of universe, and it's turn-based. So it's really fun. You get, like, depending on the hand, like, sometimes... Uh, And at the end of each turn, you get, like, a new hand. But depending on the hand, you can either, like, really lay the hurt on your opponent or um, opponents because it's uh, PvE. It's not PvP yet. But, yeah, I've played the prologue for about 20 hours. And the prologue was just, like, a free demo, basically. Um, The first, like, set of missions. And I played through it. It was so much fun that I, like, just kept playing through it like took about 30 minutes to play through the first little section before I had to start all over again but they recently released the uh like pre like not finalized edition of the full game so I picked it up on Steam for about 20 bucks and yeah it's it's pretty fun i like the full game it's a lot harder than the one that i was playing but uh it's just that much more rewarding and it's uh yeah it's like pretend to be John Wick with cards who doesn't want to. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, no, that's pretty fun. And I and I did uh, Google it just to make sure he wasn't going off on somehow a wisher related <laughs> tangent. Um, no, that actually look pretty cool. That actually does look like a pretty fun game. Nice, my man. Uh, this week, what made me happy? Uh, we had a charity tournament in Wakefield, uh, Nebraska, uh, which Uh, It was a good time. We got to play 400 golden. I prefer golden to modern. Um, Although, sadly, when I know it's going to be a uh, a tournament with a lot of competitive mindset players, I end up trying to build competitively. And then I end up building modern with an extra 100 points. Um, And I don't want to do that. So I made sure at least, I think only two figures on my team ended up being uh, modern age. So... I was pretty happy with that, although they were definitely the, the main staples of the team. Um, Let me just go ahead and read my team that I played you guys. I did show a picture, but some people were a little confused about what it was. It is not a theme team, and I think I'll probably make a team building video going over it and how it works. Uh, but the team had the legacy card She-Hulk. So it's the Age of Ultron She-Hulk. Honestly, I just needed her for her normal thing. So legacy or not, it didn't really matter. Then the X-Men Days Future Past, sorry, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix Saga Magneto at 25 points, Avengers Infinity Groot at 20 points, Deadpool set Blind owl, Weasel and Copycat played two weasels, Superman and Wonder Woman set The Atom, the Mandarin Ring, Spin, the Spin Mandarin Ring, and then uh, Galactus, the new Galactus at 100 points. So it was really fun. It was a really good team, had really great range. Uh, and it was it was awesome. And if I wanted to play it more casually against a casual team, I could, which is always a plus. Um, I always enjoy that where it's like, with my team, I've got options. You know, if I was playing an Alpha Strike team, it's like, ah, all I can really do, because most figures like that, you know, Sam Cap, uh, Cap Reds, they're pretty much glass cannons. They have to get the first, hit. like, if I'm playing Alpha Strike, I sort of just have to Alpha Strike. I can't I can't play it like a regular game where we just sort of take turns and beat each other up. But with this team, I could. Uh, if I wanted to, which is always nice, so I always try to make teams that number one. I just wanted to build around Big G. I wanted to figure out what is what, what were his weaknesses, what are his strengths, um, and then I wanted to just make a fun team that whether or not you know it was a casual person or a competitive person, uh, we could still just play a fun game here, close because that's at the end of the day, it's all about it's all about having fun. So had a great time this weekend. Uh, another tournament that I convinced my sister to play in, so I gave her. Uh, Absorbing Man from the Iron Man set. I gave her the that's e. the uh, Touched Thor's Hammer. Uru yeah. Absorbing Man. Yeah, the LE. E. Uh, I gave her the Daredevil from Earth X. I gave her Silver Savage from this latest Future Foundation set. I gave her Mr. Immortal from the Captain America set. And then I gave her... Ah, uh, who else? There's some other uh, don't, don't Die, die person on there. Can't remember yeah, oh, no, there's both Wonder Twins. One Wonder Twins at 10, one at 25. And then there was some other, like, uh, some other pieces don't die. I don't remember. Maybe actually already, maybe that is her team. Maybe that actually adds up. But anyways, yeah, it was it was just fun. She did she did beat somebody. Uh, she did exactly as I told her throughout, like, the whole game. She, like, power action, pick up that heavy object, the Absorber Man right away, move people around, whatever. It was good. Um, she ended up beating somebody on points one game which was great. Like I knew she was never going to shut anybody out. People were probably going to figure out, you know, to kill enough points to like get by, but I knew she would never get shut out with this team, which is like the point. So she can actually like play all our games and have fun. And then, uh, yeah, but she still beat somebody. Although, uh, the person she beat, uh, definitely came out the winner of the day because we had a raffle. So we would kind of donate more money. It was, uh, uh, for cancer research and everything. And, he, I, I, donated one of my Galactuses for the raffle, and then someone else donated a brick of Future Foundation, and he walked away with both of them. Oh, uh, I was, huh? Wow, yeah, that's some, that is some good luck. To be fair, he put in seventy dollars worth of tickets uh, into the raffle, so it's like, yeah, you definitely donated the most, the most. But we did raise four hundred and eighty bucks uh, for cancer in the uh, Mercy One Hospital, which is pretty. It's pretty darn awesome. Uh, and that was played in memory of Brian Helzer. Brian was a great guy. If anyone's listened to this, and knew Brian. Uh, they know how fun he was to hang around and he will be, he will be missed. He was really fun. I've only had the chance to play him, I think twice, uh, but still he was a really cool guy. He was fun to BS and talk with the tournaments and he's going to be missed.
1: The last match I ever played with Brian is uh, up on happy little hero clicks. I think uh, it was like, oh, Roc States, The popper event from 2019 I guess it
0: would have been, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, Uh, it's obviously we're recording, but yeah, let's go ahead. If you guys want to check that out, I'll, I'll pop a link to that video in the description and I'll write it down right now so I remember it. HLH, Simeon. All right, got it. So how about we go ahead and jump into the news? All right, guys, news this week. Uh, We have some new set solicits. One for WWE, one for X-Men Rise and Fall. A brand new X-Men set. It's like a
1: teeter-totter. You get a set, and the one set goes up. And then when that set comes down, you get a new set. Rise and Fall.
0: I I just want everybody to know. You guys all know I and I, I i hate that this set is happening i honestly would have preferred a 30th anniversary deadpool set i think the deadpool sets are really fun i think those are always really fun sets uh x-men sets hopefully now just everybody else is going to get as fed up with the x-men as i am because they've got to be tired of seeing a freaking cyclops with running shot pen blast and a wolverine with charged blades and a magneto with running shot and tk i mean just and like, all yeah. of this
1: freaking just like Batman and Superman. There's only so many ways you can configure their powers on the dial where like I I pretty much have my definitive Wolverines that I'll reach for depending on like the scenario. Same with like if I were to ever reach for a Cyclops for some reason I have I mean we had Regenesis we had X-Men Dark Phoenix Saga we had uh, Uncanny X-Men we had uh, Xavier School there's so many in recent history. And like stuff it doesn't matter to me if it rotates out of modern. I do not care if it rotates out of modern um i if I'm playing like a tournament, I'm not playing like my favorite theme anyhow, but yeah, it just I just feel like there's so many ways that you can rehash the same exact characters, and uh looking at some of the sculpts,
0: I think we're gonna get some more of the same uh yeah, so. Really quick, first of all, before we get into how livid and PO'd I am at the X-Men, uh, I'm going to read some of the WWE set uh, set release and a little bit about the uh, the thread that we were in here. So the WWE has had a dial-in evidence thread, geez, probably since this time last year, right? Like, even earlier than this time last year, probably. Like, they they announced Wave 2 pretty much right after Wave 1, I think, maybe a month or two, but... Um, so it's had an evidence thread for a long time. And if you guys know, I'm more passionate about the WWE Wave 2 than pretty much any other set they could possibly release. Because if it's just going to be Fantastic Four and X-Men for Marvel, and if it's just going to be more stuff about DC, so pretty much anything that isn't Lanterns for DC, then I just kind of don't care about Hero Clicks for the time being, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, but WWE, I'm excited for. It sadly, uh, before we knew this, uh, before we knew this new set release, got slated, uh, got a new street date of... January 1st, 2029, Um, which is basically like a we have no idea when the set's going to come out. We're just going to put it so obnoxiously far in the future. Um, And then we'll just forget about it. We'll see what happens. And then I was like, oh, maybe that's not so bad. But then somebody commented. Let me find it here. Uh, Someone said this is giving me Street Fighter 2 vibes. And I was like, whoa, there's supposed to be there was supposed to be a Street Fighter 2 set. And they 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 go on to say like yeah there was pictures and die like not dials but there was like pictures of the sculpts for it and everything and yeah it was I was like no please please tell me this at least happens you know like I just yeah yeah so vampiric Yoda said WWE Wave Two is starting to give me Street Fighter Wave Two vibes sculpts and sub themes of that were shown and never released now I want to see where the sculpts for Street Fighter Two were gonna be like were we gonna get like some like like. Characters we never would have seen before, you know, like that'd be been cool, yeah. You know, I'd want a Vash or Nash. Sorry, I was getting confused with Vash the Stampede and Nash the Frankenstein <laughs> man. Want a Vash. I would still want a Nash, you know, yeah. Well, so Vash, too, you have to print um, his but yeah, like on
1: the dial, so it like spirals around the whole
0: dial. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Um, but no, and now it's WWE 2. So it was originally going to be uh, January like the end of January 31st was going to be the release of the main set. And then may 31st was going to be a release of the, uh, what is it called? The superstar shakeup. Yeah. So instead now the new solicit is not a solicit, but the new, uh, whatever date is going to be 2021 of September. That is everybody. That's Ricky, the steamboat dragon to Xavier woods to Kofi Kingston, to Becky Lynch, to the superstar shakeup. That's everybody. Everybody's going to be released big. Maybe, Um, for September. Now, some people are speculating that maybe, just maybe, uh, they are redoing the dials to fit with new rules. Hopefully, the sculpts are already made, so that way they are normal size sculpt. Even if you like the sculpts or not, the new scale, uh, hopefully the sculpts are the same, so that way they at least fit with the first wave. That's really rough when both, like, two completely different waves, it's going to be rough. But uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the dials aren't the old school versions, uh, whatever they were going to be. And instead, hopefully, they're the best representations of the characters under the new dial format. Um, I don't think a lot of the benched powers affect WWE, to my knowledge. Uh, Mm -hmm. Obviously, the pushing change doesn't change anything for WWE either. Yeah. So that is fine. So I'm okay with this. I'm okay if they are pushing it back. Yeah, it was was almost kind of like a... Are you saying WWE was uh, ahead of its time?
1: Yeah, it was almost like a pre... Uh, new powers row out because Indom was just the the default defense symbol. Uh, there was no super strength. There was very little like of certain powers, but yeah, I'm just glad they uh, they got Big Show slipped in in Wave One before uh,
0: before oh, he right.
1: turned to the dark side.
0: So yes, he went to AEW, but um, that is that is news. So Big Show did go to AEW this week why was there no aew reaction video it's very simple i I do not care about the big show like i care zero (laughs) percent about the big show um and also his figure already came out guess what his figure is also bad um so yeah Yeah. i I still just want sting to be made like if they ever do an auction where they're just giving away the sculpts like they did with like the fulcrum Dominus and the the ghost rider i will be the man paying like that a ridiculous like fifteen hundred dollars First, I mean, obviously, it'll also come with uh, like a, a full set of chases and whatever for some set. But like, I will be paying that for Sting. You bet it. You bet. And if anyone bids against me, I'll find you. I don't know who you are? it will be like that one kid who made the Fulcrum dominance video. You'll make a video, stupid idiot, and I'll find you and I'll murder you. I will, and I'll steal that Sting back. And it's how serious I am. Uh, or I'll ask you very politely, and if you if you decline, then I will. St- I'll still track you down. I'll murder you. I'll uh, but yes, it is going to be with a basement uh, bed for yeah. Years. Waiting. Not saying anything. Just waiting. Anyways, so that is WWE Wave 2. Simeon, before we read the solicit, you want to tell me about this box art, some of the sculpts we've seen for this X-Men Rise and Fall?
1: Yeah, so I have no idea what this storyline is. I've been told it's like the Rise and Fall of the Shi'ar, which is like a, a like more recent X-Men event. I typically don't care about the Shi'ar. Um... It looks like on the side of the box, we've got Gladiator next to, I believe that's Corvus. Not Corvus. Was that what his name was? The dude with the Phoenix Blade. Um, But yeah, he's got, so in the uh, Wolverine and the X-Men set, he had the Phoenix Blade, which automatically, when he rolled blades, would give you a 5, then a 4, then a 3, then a 2, and then it would set back to 5. So he was kind of cool because of that. Um, down below him, we've got another sub-theme, uh, the Brotherhood of Mutants, with a classic-looking, both Sabretooth and classic-looking Magneto. And by classic-looking, I mean, like, 90s, because that's what I consider classic. Um, and then on the front of the box, we've got wacky, wavy, crazy dude uh, Deadpool jumping out of a cake. Isn't he so crazy? Uh, it says... Find the Ultra Chase Birthday Deadpool figure, which we're calling him Cake Pool, kids, Don't try and Birthday Deadpool. No, he's going to be Cake Pool, and that's just how it yeah. is. Birthday Deadpool. Nobody's calling him Birthday Deadpool. Jeez. Uh, that's the box art. Uh, they did show the dial and token pack, or the dice and token pack, Um So, on the dice and token pack, we've got Cyclops, we've got Wolverine, Storm, Colossus, Beast, and then we don't know who the sixth one is, because they're showing us the back, and it's Kotick, the tiger cub. So, with a little sidestep, nine attack, blades, 14 defense, and some sort of special damage power. So, kind of cool. Yeah, I I would be interested, because the dice are interesting. I'd be interested to know who that final token is. Uh, and then I don't we yet. we get to see What's the What's
0: going uh, on with the dice. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that get symbol that is. Symbol.
1: It's like a star, yeah. but somebody was being if you know, artistic let us know, with it.
0: But... Yeah, yeah. Ugh, artists. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> we get to see the the fast. Anyway, forces. Anyways, the fast horses yep. have a uh, casual Friday. Professor Xavier. Uh, Polaris, Havoc. Um, we've got a new Darwin. And is that Rachel Summers, I believe?
0: Oh, it sure might be. She yeah. is a redhead. She's got Rachel her hand Summers. out there like she's using brain
1: power. And a new Warpath who looks real big.
0: Um, oh, he's going to be huge, right? Like he's. Uh, yeah. He's going to be big. So those are all. Yeah, I know like six, four, like, he's like 6'4, but he's going to be big. They
1: also dropped some digital renderings of... And these aren't actual sculpts that we're seeing. They're all digital renderings, from what I can tell. Um, We also got a digital rendering of Weapon Hex from Warp World... Where Gamora swallowed yes. a soul
0: stone and split universes or some, nope, something. No, Who knows? Uh, I don't, is that how Warp World works? I don't uh, know. This is going to be a combination of X-23 and Scarlet Witch. I'll go in a bit more about Warp World when I read the uh, Solicit because that's the only thing I care about in this set, so we shall yeah. see.
1: We also get a very 90s-looking Mystique standing on a pile of grass. Yeah. Uh, we get an Emma Frost with Cerebro on, so that's kind of cool. Uh, we mm-hmm. get... Uh, A Hellfire guard who's doing like a talking into his communicator kind of thing, holding a Hellfire gun. Uh, We get a very classic crouched Wolverine, blades extended kind of dude. And then the most important figure in the the whole set that we can see so far is uh, Vacation Blob. He's got his cool shades
0: on and his big
1: Hawaiian shirt.
0: It's pretty cool. So I'm gonna problems. call him Guy Fieri Blob because he's got the little, he's got the little goatee, little soul patch thing going on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. And then he's got like the shades, it's and then he's Guy, got like the short, standing, pointy hair. It's Guy, Guy Fieri, Fieri, Fieri. Dog, uh, Blob. It's Guy. Is it Fieri. Fieri? There's not a Fieri. single, there's not a single T in his name. Guy Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri. There's no T in his name. It's it's all in the. Analysis. This is a joke, like the Joe Quinn thing. Some fake <laughs> crap you're always trying to pull on me. <laughs> Uh. Making me look like an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't know what this blob is from, but he does have a Hawaiian shirt on, which is pretty. It's he's giving me also he's giving me some Bruce Campbell in a dang. What is that show called? It's like a bunch of spies, sort of. Burn Notice. Give me some Burn Notice. Bruce Campbell vibes with the with the shirt. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you ever seen Burn Notice, Simeon? It's been a long time, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's whole it's whole show.
1: He was like. Cause the, the main dude isn't Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's like the retired guy that he side. Yeah. yeah.
0: They ask questions to every once in a while. Back at. Flathead screwdrivers there on the end. I think is very funny, but that's probably just the digital render. Um, Looks just strange. Uh, But anyways, uh, so what is the uh, rise and fall of the X-Men? The rise and fall of my expectations uh, have shattered, that's for sure. Uh, the X Men are no stranger to struggle, but some foes will rock the entire galaxy, all caps, based on the critically acclaimed story, Rise and Fall of the Shiar Empire. Crit- critically acclaimed. Sure, um, sure. Uh, this HeroClix release has everything. Uh, Vulcan is out for revenge against the X-Men, the Shi'ar, and their allies. So by everything, we mean it has X-Men, Shi'ar, and their allies. Five-figure booster release. Have X-Men like Wolverine, Mystique, Professor X. We're going to have Eric the Red, Silver Samurai, Sabretooth, and more. So we can see Sabretooth on the box art, but this is the first we'll know about Eric the Red and Silver Samurai. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten specifically someone named Eric the Red before, or if this is going to be a new character, or if that's just a different... uh, a different alias for somebody we already know about but eric the red cool i'm okay with that uh we'll bring sadly rise and fall will bring back and revival i haven't had to play against it yet so i don't know why i say sadly it just looks like a pain in the butt to play against and it doesn't look fun to me even though they said explicitly 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 in their article that it was all for fun and it's going to be fun no matter what it's happens fun to um so anyways fingers. Yeah, it's it's fun to put in all that work to KO something and then get a pog in ten points. Uh, this set continues the recent trend of hero clicks uh, of excellent paint jobs. Uh, good. Hope it's not a trend. Hope it actually uh, continues forward. Players will enjoy collecting never before clicked Warp World Chase figures like Weapon Hex. Uh, we're more more than that in a minute. As an extra special bonus, if we told you there was an extra special ooh in this set for Deadpool's thirtieth birthday, aka um, cake. Deadpool coming out of cake. In Ultra Chase, you you kind of ruin the extra special surprise by showing us the booster art, the but
1: box, yeah, it's,
0: it's okay. Um, individual blah blah blah. It's got some skew numbers, but anyways, the set is going to include 17 common figures, period. 17 uncommon figures, period. 16 rare figures and two primes! Exclamation point, 12 super rare figures and two primes! Exclamation point, And then eight chase figures. So. Really quick, something to note. They are moving uh, primes for being common, uncommon, rare, super rare to just having two rare primes, two super rare primes. Uh, Simeon, how do you feel about this? I, I'm i not sure
1: because part of me says mm. I I hate when I open a brick and I've got a common prime or an uncommon prime instead of a chase. And that would be lessened if it was a rare prime or a super rare prime. The other part of me is, like, well, it was nice in, like, a sealed setting or, like, when you get a single booster to get one of those. And we've had some decent, like, common primes and uncommon primes. But this will just double the amount of rare and super rare primes that we would normally get. So I guess I – I don't know. I don't think it's possible to look at this as, like, a bad thing, really. Um The only downside is like one of the rare primes or one of the super rare primes might be harder to get for X reasons. So you'll have just like you have like the one chase that isn't really worth as much as the others. You'll have like the one rare prime that nobody wants and the one that everyone wants or something like that. So um, Mm -hmm. that rare prime will eventually be like, you know, seven bucks or whatever. But yeah, I I think it's a good change of pace because honestly... I think,
0: but seven dollars is still.
1: uh, I mean, it's still better
0: than like a normal rare, yeah. No, keep going. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, it's still going to be more expensive. Well, it's going to be more expensive than a common or uncommon prime. Like set release, it'll be more expensive than a common or uncommon prime. So, at the very least, I think that was
1: probably the biggest complaint about opening bricks is like one distribution and not getting like three super rares in a brick or not getting a chase or prime in a brick. But then uh, the most average complaint is when someone gets a brick and they open it and they get like the common prime and no chase. So hopefully this mm-hmm. alleviates some of that frustration. It's,
0: it sucks getting the common prime. Uh, in the last two cases of feature animation i unboxed, if you guys want to check those unboxings out, I had a fun time filming uh, some funny little skits in the beginning of one and then just a fun little stupid thing in the sprinkle throughout the other uh so if you guys want to watch this this on youtube obviously but i pulled uh the common prime and the uncommon prime in both of those and obviously i gotta chase my other brick but it sucks it sucks being like dang man really like i could at least get you know two primes i'm only gonna get one you're gonna give me just like the two worst ones like the two least expensive ones like whether or not they're good doesn't matter they're expensive they're not expensive it's money sink it sucks so like, yeah, that's really rough. So I'm okay with it. Um, two Rare Primes, cool. I'm like, yeah, at least, you know, a Rare Prime can be 10 something-ish dollars. It doesn't feel like it's, you know, worse than a Super Rare. You know, at some points, like, yeah, just give me another Super Rare. It's common Prime sucks. Um, so yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, it depends how distribution is going to be. Um, hopefully it's not like a Curse of X, like distribution thing, where it's like X-Men sets are just going to have terrible distribution. Yeah. I hope that's not the case. I hope this set is good distribution. Uh, Fantastic Four had okay distribution with some strange uh, double super rares in cases or double super errors in bricks. That was the weird thing. Yeah, so like that that's weird. a little rough. So distribution is not totally fixed, although I did get three super rares in each brick and got a chase or a prime in each brick, which is standard normal distribution, which is what we're used to. Um, but we shall see. But the biggest thing for me in this is that I need, so far, I need one figure in this set, and we don't even know if he's confirmed or not yet, but the Warped World characters, so Weapon Hacks, like we said, is a, like, amalgamation of X-23 and Scarlet Witch. Other Warped World characters include the Ghost Panther, which is Black Panther and Ghost Rider, Iron Hammer, which is Thor and Iron Man, I believe it's Spider Knight or something like that, or, like, the Spectre or Spider Spectre or something. And that's going to be Moon Knight and Spider-Man. Uh, but the one I need is going to be Soldier Supreme, which is Captain America and Doctor Strange. Or it's like Captain America as the Sorcerer Supreme. Either way, um, I own, I believe, one of the Funko Pops of it. That's when I first figured out what War World was. Didn't even know it was a comic storyline. I thought it was some made up uh, BS they made for Funko Pops. Honestly, just like, oh, we need to sell more Funko Pops. Here it's just slap characters together. It's a very it's a very Funko thing to do. So I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, but no, I guess it is an actual storyline, and I'm okay with it. I I was honestly I was like, God dang, that was probably gonna be a Captain America chase. I have to buy it. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I got all the chases from the Captain America set, and I hated all those because they weren't Captain America. But finally, I get to have a chase cap. So, and it's been uh, it's been over a year since we've had a Steve Rogers clicked, which hurts me a lot. Hurts me a lot. So. And then with only Fantastic Four sets, Spider-Man sets, you know, X-Men sets slotted for release, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to get a lot of more, you know, Captain America. I was I was going to be hurting there for a while, especially this next rotation. If they end up do rotating, uh, I'm going to lose a ton of caps. And we're only going to have uh, two Captain America Steve Rogers and then like A Steve Rogers and then like uh, the Captain Steve Rogers in modern, which is going to hurt me for a long time. But now we have a chase. Chases can normally have, normally, uh, have the had the chance, have the opportunity to be uh, competitively viable. So that's always good. Um so I definitely want to be able to go back to playing Captain America in a competitive. I don't want him to be obviously competitive. I would like him to be like a little sleeper competitive, like how I made you know cap resi work, you know, and you know win estates. Uh, like that would be cool. So if we can do that, if we can do that whole shebang again with Soldier Supreme, I am a okay with that. I will uh put aside 100 ish dollars whatever it takes and I'm probably not going to buy any any of this set I'll see if I can unbox other people's stuff just so I can do fun unboxings um but probably won't buy any of this set at all and just go ahead and snag me a soldier supreme now there is a chance that out of those 8 characters soldier supreme isn't one of them and if that's true then I just get to buy none of this set which is um Sadly, I, I would count that as a win lose situation. Uh, I wasn't going to buy any of the set, anyways, and then I don't get a you know buy a cool Captain America. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, we get a uh, we get a Captain America coming soon because it also hurts when the WWE getting pushed back. Like I need some American heroes to play, and Hulk Hogan and Kurt Angle ain't out yet, so I need me a Steve Rogers as soon as I can get it. Yeah,
1: the only uh, thing that set, makes me uh, I did all
0: that talking. Is... <laughs> before um,
1: it. So it is an X Men set. So. I think it's a toss up whether they only use like X related Warp World with characters or if they just like use that storyline as a basis. Because if they just use suck. the storyline, Soldier Supreme's pretty big. But if they're just going to use like the X related ones, then who knows? It's kind of be like shooting themselves right. in the be, foot, that in that my opinion. Suck. But uh, what I'm do really you think?
0: Um, so I'm going to look it up.
1: Uh, before we before
0: we move on it.
1: off of this solicit what do you think let's just do some wild speculation so they're bringing back Krakoan revival what do you think the rally and salvage mechanics could possibly be because rally to me like you rally your that team that is right didn't mention the year. yeah so that would sound that sounds to me almost like a retaliation kind of thing where you would like somehow come back and then same with salvage salvage I mean, salvage could mean any number of things like you could you could salvage a lot of different things. But like most likely, in my opinion, it would be like salvage the like the game salvage like some. I don't know. It just seems seems like a really weird set of uh, words for mechanics. And they're not just reusing. Right. So like, retaliation
0: or whatever. Right. So we still have it's. These are probably not going to be mechanics that are like the secret identity, uh, the psychic captain, because that's more of like titles for characters. So these are just going to be like traits, more like a shifting focus, like you said, uh, Colossal Retaliation style, like mechanics. Uh, I don't know. So they've used Rally before. Uh, They used Rally in the Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. set, which is every time a S.H.I.E.L.D. generic hits somebody, you got to add an action to your action total. I believe it was called Rally, Um, I think. Anyways, so if they're just sort of bringing that back, but they say it's new, so it, it could be something else, but I, I would imagine it's something along those lines um, where if you hit, you sort of rally the troops. You could maybe give out some plus ones instead. Uh, salvage, I don't know. I think it'd be really cool to do something where it's like two characters that are both like halfway through their dial and then you just KO one to heal the other, like the rest of its clicks. That, that would be kind of cool, you know? where it's like, ah, uh, you know what? I've got two low point characters. One of them is maybe just like a fodder guy. And he's got like two clicks left. If I can heal up my main guy, like two clicks that can, I like get him back to full or can get him in a better spot in the dial. That would be kind of sweet. Like you're salvaging your situation where it's like, ah, I've got a bunch of like half like figures, you know, KO one, heal up one of them. I think that'd be cool. Um, and if they steal that, Hey, or if they don't, cause the sets already made probably, um, then I called it. I called <laughs> it. It is, it is February 28th, 2021. The time is 6 p.m. and 16 minutes, so 616. Mm-hmm. We are 33-ish, 34 maybe minutes into this podcast. And I called exactly what Salvage was going to do, or at it's least the main, close enough. The main MCU, yep. con- or not
1: MCU, the main Marvel uh, comic continuity mm-hmm. is 616. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, us in the conspiracy realm called a synchronicity.
0: Ooh, interesting. Oh, jeez, you and your conspiracies. But yeah, what what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about these, Simeon?
1: I honestly have no idea. So, like, rally is something I could definitely wrap my head around. Uh, You, like, rally the troops. You rally back into the fight, something like that. Salvage, to me, in, like, a battle or game sense... Always seems more like you salvage a loss. Like, you don't, like, win by salvaging. So, I have no idea, but I could see it being like. I don't, like, you cut tail and run kind of, like, thing. Cause it's, it's more of like a retreat kind of word, in my opinion. Salvage is like you, like, salvage the battle. You don't, like, you rally and you win, but you don't salvage and win, in my opinion. Unless they're using it in the mm. sense of, like, salvaging technology kind of thing so i i don't know but yeah it seems really weird whatever the new mechanics could
0: possibly be it seems weird all right all right uh the set by the way guys is slated for june 2021 which is uh which is normally origins time not gonna lie man uh, the only time I would have ever bought some of the set if it was like an origin set, you know, uh, so that would have been cool. Like if it would have been like and there would have been like world chases going all over the place, which, by the way, I pulled all those chases up. So here are the residents that appear on the Wikipedia. There are eight characters here. So it works out. Uh and some of them are not ones I n- I named. So these are like maybe the main comic book ones. The other ones that I saw were from like a Funko Pop post. So they could be made up. Who knows? Uh, but there are the Defenders, which is Soldier Supreme. The Knight, as Mark Specter, Peter Parker. Weapon Hex, we know her. The Iron Hammer, we did that one. Then the Terrific Two, which is Mr. Invisible, uh, Reed Storm. So probably stretchy, invisible man. And then... Hot Rocks, oh, yeah. Benjamin Storm, uh, Massage some parlor. fantastic hot like rocks. brothers or something. Yeah, some hot rocks. And then the last two are Moon Squirrel and Tippy Sore. So <laughs> I can't imagine we get a tippy dinosaur unless it's like a peanut base in this be, booster set. What Moon um, Boy or Moon um, Girl and Squirrel Girl? And
1: Squirrel Girl?
0: It'd be moon, yeah. So it's probably Moon Girl and whatever Devil Dinosaur, because I mean, if it's gonna be a girl version, it's Squirrel Girl. So, uh, so it's Lunine Lafa Green, of course. Squirrel Girl's name is Doreen Green, and Moon Boy or Moon Girl's name is Lou La something. I don't know. I don't care about those people. Uh, so yeah. So that is that. Those are our potential warped world chases. All confirmed. If I get two or more right besides uh laura then you heard it here first folks at 619 that's 619 for ray mysterio bless up he's not dead i don't know why i said that uh but anyways you heard it, you heard it here to hear folks first i hope so anyways uh well we could read this whole thing but oh no you're right it's soul world that gamora did with the thing Stones? Huh. yeah you're were, you were right about that, that gamora thing something mean, look at me it was like sort of right there all right but yeah guys uh that <laughs> that is it uh cool so that is going to be the rise and fall of x-men uh we both said our piece i hate the x-men uh i need one thing from the set soldier supreme if he comes out in the set more than likely he probably will be um if not now that'll suck i'll be able to skip the whole set entirely but let us know what you guys think about the set if it is positive if you're like a fan of x-men then don't comment don't tell me that you guys are excited for this set i do not need that kind of positivity in my life <laughs> something i'm negative about I don't want to listen to your positivity. It's going to make me just eye roll. So, so so yeah, I'm probably, I'm definitely
1: the biggest X-Men fan I know. in like my personal life, I wouldn't even dare say I'm close to like the biggest X-Men fan anywhere outside of like my personal life. But uh, even being like a big Wolverine, big X fan read a lot of the comics. I do not think that I need another set of like every single one. I'll I'll definitely be cherry picking this set. I might buy a brick. I might buy, I doubt I'll buy a case, but I might. Um, the other thing that I forgot to mention is, do you remember like the Wolverine and the X-Men Jubilee, how she, the super rare was really extra rare because of the prime slot? Now we're going to have two super rares. Yes,
0: it was. Yeah, the vampire Jubilee was tough.
1: Yeah. We're going to have two super rares that are Extra rare because there will be occasionally primes that take up their slots, so that's just like another thing to think mm. about, I
0: guess. Mm. Uh, but all right, since we are since we're a cool 40 minutes into this episode, let's just go ahead and keep trucking. We have quite a few questions that we need to answer this week, so let's just go ahead and get right into community.
1: There are dozens of us, dozens.
0: So, before we get into Malcolm Rush's questions, we got a few questions on the old Discord. Uh, From Superfan, chance McCall. So uh, the first one is how do you feel about the changes to dolphin? Is it now tier one meta needs nerf? Simeon. No. How are you? How are you thinking for the, uh, the dolphin symbol as far as like for
1: meta? Um, we would have to see, I think the, the ability that dolphin now has is definitely like tier one. Um, or whatever you want to call it, like S-tier, A-tier, whatever. Uh, I definitely think that ability is. I don't think a team of Dolphins is possible quite yet. Uh, In Golden Age, it's definitely going to go from, like, a casual team you could have ran, like Atlantis would have been, like, a casual team you could have ran, to, like, running a full, like, WWE team where your opponent can't, like, strike them down kind of thing uh, from range. So in that aspect... It's definitely going to shift the like the casual sense, where it'll be a little bit mean if I'm running a full dolphin team on like a map with water or with somebody that generates water. Um I don't think it's gonna be making any giant
0: splashes in the the meta scene though. Oh my gosh, came you throw up. Ooh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good, I'm not even gonna lie. A splash thing that was pretty good. Uh but yeah, like what you said about WWE. Uh WWE is arguably better than dolphin right so i mean it just i mean sorry it is it just is better right Um, but the figures themselves aren't that good so in meta in like competitive tournaments the figures that we see get played are pretty much just eddie guerrero then a couple of fringe ones here and there but like in 300 modern like competitive it's pretty much just eddie who gets played Um, and even at a 70 point line people kind of don't even want to pay that for not even the best dice manipulation that we can get sadly nowadays so it all depends on like what that aquatic person does that's that's what that's that's what matters they got dolphin sure that's cool They can't be targeted with four squares um but that's not necessarily good unless they they, they have a good dial so i mean the the shredder had that he's 150 points from the tmnt wave four set he had stop clicks he has 150 points. He could call. He was a good call-in battery. And even Shredder only saw fringe play. And but he could only be targeted from whatever, four squares away. Still, he wasn't good enough. Even with stock clicks, even with Impervious, even with Outwit and Sidestep and all these things and ID cards and everything, he still saw fringe play. So until we see some really cool dolphin stuff, um, it's it's pretty much just gonna be fringe. And that is in my you know, I've won a few states. I've won. I'm oh, sorry. I've won a states. I've won a WKO. I've done okay in like team nationals. Like that is isn't my competitive opinion, which is not much. So, take it, take it with a grain of salt. You know, I'm a casual guy first, but I like to make a, a make a make a splash, make a showing in in the kiddie pool of the meta in, in my corner of the universe. So, so yeah, combo. that that would that's what I would say.
1: A fun combo that you could do in Modern now is Molecule Man with his Smoke Cloud, turning that into water terrain. Um, If you don't, because I don't think there's a ton of water maps, like, not heavily, like, water maps, because if your opponent's, like, smart, they'll just force you to come to them, or they'll just, like, force you to the side of the map without water. Um, There's not any modern, fully flooded maps anymore. Um, But yeah, with with molecule man smoke clouding for free and then turning some of that smoke cloud into water. It's, it's something that you could definitely work with if they release a lot more dolphins or if they release like yeah. one figure that gives a bunch of people dolphin symbol or something.
0: Right. Right. Uh, Susan, queen of Atlantis, maybe I honestly still don't think she's good. um, but she might see some more play if she would have had the dolphin symbol as in, instead of flight. It really sucks. She doesn't have the dolphin symbol. It's a huge bummer. Um, so, in my opinion, she'll she'll still be bad. Uh, but all right, Simian. Second part of the question: After it's a combo article, do you think they let's just say they met their stated goal of trying to help new players?
1: After the it's a combo article that
0: typically pretty, pretty much yeah.
1: did not tell you anything about the new PAC. They said like certain powers would combo more. They really didn't. People are trying to make like flowcharts and stuff, and we have zero idea if those like. Well, I'm gonna definitively say no flowchart I've seen of the new comboing powers is correct, um, because the ones I've seen is like you could running shot mind control with blades. I'm like, no, that's not a. It until the actual rules come out, uh, we have no idea. But. I don't think they've reached their stated goal of trying to help new players, especially after that article, that article was a nightmare to read through. And, uh, yeah, if, if they drop the new PAC and it's got like a solid flow kind of thing that like says, like if, if you do X, Y, Z, then you can do like, you know, Z, Y, X, um, or whatever, then yeah, that'll help new players. Um, depend also depending on how they reword some of the powers making tk less wordy is great for new players kind of sucks for people that liked tk the way it was but um as as long as they like keep doing stuff like that making close combat expert and range combat expert static plus ones uh that's all stuff that is going to be a lot easier for new players so uh, they are getting to their goal with those, but, uh, specifically talking about that article, I'm going to say, no, that was bad. I don't know. I right. don't know what they were doing, but it was hard. Uh, to get I'll through.
0: pretty much just agree with what you said. I, I think that it's a combo caused more confusion, uh, than it cleared up. Cause I mean, obviously people understand how the combos work nowadays. And then you just sort of threw a wrench in that understanding. And so, especially with powers like mind control, trying to figure out what's going on. You're like, yeah, but like, mind control is pretty much just mind control why would i be because instead of an attack so i wouldn't be able to use blades or whatever but are you're saying i might be able to use precision strike to help my mind control like what are you yeah are also, you to Yeah rce
1: work we, with mind control yeah. now cce can work yeah i guess I need to, yeah
0: like, it's it's a little confusing so they definitely need we need to see what all those powers say you know close all caps lowercase close attack whatever like we need to see et cetera et cetera all of those like things you know that that's how we figure out what powers work nowadays and which ones don't so like that's what we need to see um and then the last part of the question is how does the combo article improve x men origins Wolverine Ooh. I think this is uh, a producer oh it's a chef's kiss
1: beautiful movie um mm-hmm. Yeah, it it makes the movie make a lot more sense in Hero terms because the Mutant Deadpool, not Deadpool the Mutant, but the Mutant Deadpool, um Weapon eleven, whatever they call him. Uh you can use like pen side blades, phasing, uh whatever you can use it all. So yeah. It, retroactively it makes that movie worthy of an Oscar, is what I'm saying. Uh best Really? Uh, best
0: hero film. <laughs> as soon as that movie comes out after april 2021 and the rules changes they re-release x-men origins wolverine that's an oscar worthy movie yeah yeah yeah. the academy i don't know according to this pac this
1: movie makes perfect sense now and uh that'll be
0: it yep i'm sure all right uh one of the next questions chance had was what was one of the weirdest player bases? Like, what game has the weirdest player base that you've ever had to interact with? Simeon.
1: So, I've, I've never really experienced, like, a terribly weird player base, but I will say one of my venues in town here has uh, D&D groups meet on the same night that we play clicks, And some of those guys can be just, I don't I, I don't know if they get really into character or what, There was one night we were all like leaving and we like tend to like stand outside the doors and like chat for a bit as we were leaving and for some reason like the DM of the D&D game just decided to keep locking his car so it would honk at us because we were standing like at the doors and his car was parked right there and even though we all like looked at him and knew what he was doing he thought it was hilarious and that he was being sneaky and I was like i is he going to stop? And he just didn't. He just kept doing it. He thought he was so funny with his little remote control that locks his car. Um, so I will say that's that's one of like the weirder interactions I've had with a play group. But uh, other than that, like the RC car, uh, there's Hobby Town, maybe it's just called Hobby Town, the Hobby Town track here in town, uh, they've got a big old track for their RC racing. And those guys get really uh, competitive and really aggro about their like little, their little remote control cars. They get super, super into it, which uh, is fine. I'm not in that crowd, but uh, it's not very inviting. That's all I'll say. It's it's a little intimidating when like Mm -hmm. this guy's like, "Stay five feet away from my Rudd Mutter 3x12. Its lithium battery could explode and." be caustic in your eyes and I'll also
0: like kick you. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. Mm. Mm. Fun, fun. Uh, The weirdest play race to me, not to offend anybody that plays uh, this garbage game, but it's gotta be magic. The gathering, he cut and dry. It's, it's that easy. It's that simple. I've been to quite a few gaming conventions on the area, like Sioux city and Brookings, local gaming conventions. Then I've went to like, obviously uh, origins gen con all of those and without a doubt magic the gathering has always supplied just the worst kinds of people I've ever met um, really quick though for a not before I get into this magic tangent because I've, I've once had a magic player walk up to me and try to teach me magic and it was definitely the most painful like 30-ish or so minutes of human interaction I've ever had in my entire life uh, but before we talk about magic Second uh, thing for like worst fan base has to go to or player base has to go to uh, specifically anime convention smash bros players. They are the, <laughs> they, they may have the absolute worst hygiene in the world. And I get it. It's a convention. Some people have pretty bad hygiene. I, I want to throw up most of the time when I sit down for smash game, uh maybe you know the game room also i get it a lot of conventions the game room's pretty cut off sure it's normally not near a main hall where like a normal door to outside will be opening a lot it's normally pretty dark in there i don't know why it sort of adds to the, the smelly atmosphere um but it is rancid it's horrible uh it's gross and they just look they just look gross some people just look gross you know what i mean and i'm not trying to like offend people or whatever uh, but man, some people just—they—they just, they, they just kind of look like they don't shower. And you're like, you showed up, you went to this this hotel or convention center, you dressed like this. I, I once had a Smash Bros. player tell me about all the anime statues he owns, and they weren't cool ones either. You showed me pictures; they were not—they weren't like Goku and Naruto. They—they they were you know the you know the kind i'm talking about if you don't I, I don't want to say it on the show uh so yeah like smash bros take the take the second place um but magic the gathering is the worst because i once had a dude who smelled like and i, I he smelled like cat piss i'll just say it bluntly smell like cat piss dude he smelled awful um and then his you know breath smelled like cigarettes so he obviously enjoyed a little bit of a, a little bit of agricultural farming in a different way than i enjoy agricultural farming that's for sure um and he just sat down and tried to teach me magic, and it was just painful. It was awful. Uh, I mean, like I, I got the gist of the game, lands and mana and whatever. I guess um, I don't like fantasy at all. Not, none of it's enjoyable to me. I don't like Lord of the Rings. I don't like DD honestly that much. I'll, I'll play it because it's a role playing game, but I prefer like a Call of Cthulhu style setting. Uh, and then this dude like showed me like like drawings of elves he made, and I'm like, cool cool uh i don't want to be in the situation anymore i don't know how to like walk away without it being awkward and then he showed me like he just kept pulling stuff out of his bag and every time it got worse uh he showed me like scripts like scripts not like like movie scripts but like fancy way of like writing words you know and he showed me this is this is a druidic language and i'm like cool sweet man um don't care but all right um, and then he was like, yeah, this is like demon language. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks for, thanks for showing me. It's awesome. That's wild. Hey, I think my brother's over there. I think I gotta, I think I gotta go. I think we're gonna get lunch or something. Did he tell um, you at any point that he was, had uh, that like, was probably, puppies in his car? And he's like,
1: hey, if you want to, uh, I, I have a dog uh, that you can look at and pet.
0: Luckily, we did not go to a secondary location. Otherwise <laughs> I would have, I would have feared. And this was a few years ago. And I, I yeah, that'd been rough. Um, So yeah, like I realized I met the worst of the worst Magic player base, but I also had like one dude like tell me just about Magic, and he runs like a Magic like a shop that like has games there, and I'm like, these people sound terrible, and he's like, whoa, you making fun of Magic right now? And I'm like, no, I, I would never, I would never do that. <laughs> it was super awkward. It was super awkward. I was like, oh, this this sounds awful, and then I didn't realize. I mean, obviously he owns a Magic store, but he, he was like, he was a little offended by that. He was like, oh. What's wrong, magic players. And I'm like, kind of all of the things that you said, but of course I didn't say that to him. Um, but inside I just left. So yeah. Good time. That was a, my long magic ta- tangent. Your your bit about you know?
1: uh, the smash reminded me of when we like sat down at an empty uh Tekken whatever seven or whatever uh console to just uh, have some fun and play some Tekken and we got like heckled by the, the pro Tekken players that were next to us. They're like, who's running whatever that character's name is? Because I literally just clicked on the one that I thought was cool. And then they were like, this guy doesn't even know like something, something. And then at one point, Calder accidentally tried the to connect to the internet head. or something. And they got like all mad at us for
0: for just trying to play a game. Ugh. <laughs> uh fighting game fans are super weird dude he he had one of those um you know how like arcades have like the buttons and like the big toggle stick yeah, he had yeah, like yeah. a portable version of that and he was like you could tell he was waiting to play tekken too so he he was he was ha- he had it with us he was angry he was like all right these guys they don't know what they're doing and they're taking away my precious convention tekken time those don't they <laughs> know that once i hook up my cool wicked arcade board to this Tekken machine and all the lady cosplayers see how good I am at Tekken. They're just going to go to my hotel room I'm like, what are you doing? Play Tekken in your own free time. I don't play this game. I don't own this game. I don't care about Tekken. I just want to mess around. Just bored. Don't haggle me. That was, yeah, that was weird. But, but, but also, people at conventions are just sort of weird. So maybe my my ideas of these player bases are slightly skewed because I only see them at conventions.
1: Yeah. Conventions Who bring knows? out like the Who most die hard fans of any fandom. Oh definitely. So oh yeah. There's always like a little bit of like uh die I don't know, diehard hard fans of like anything. If you're like from outside that fandom, it seems weird to you. Even sometimes if you're inside the fandom,
0: it seems a little weird. Oh Hopefully. yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm inside this fandom. It's called the Marvel fandom, and some people are X Men <laughs> fans. <laughs> Can you imagine? Really, X Men? <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but all right, Chance's last question I think is kind of a a joke. I'll read it anyways. But it's what's the craziest thing did did you do in 2020? Um, let's make this hero clicks related since the the last one wasn't really craziest hero clicks thing you did in 2020.
1: Um, that would be South Dakota State's. So. I think that was on a Saturday so I double booked that Saturday and I had a reservation at a campsite so I went out and started camping Friday Saturday morning I woke up at like six got in my car drove and picked up Devin drove to Sioux Falls uh, played Heroclix for like six or seven hours drove Devin back home and then drove myself back out to a dark campsite and got my fire going and stuff, and then camped until Sunday. So I really, I mean, kind of ruined my camping because it was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm in the wilderness. Then it was like, oh, time to go play with plastic heroes. Just gonna drive for like four hours both ways. And then, uh, yeah, that was probably the craziest thing I did. But. Yeah, that's the that's the only hero clicks thing I really did in 2020
0: that was even remotely Gee. weird. Yeah. Okay. I think the the weirdest thing I did was before the world got to where the world is now, and that was for the Captain America release. I'd already known everything that was in the set, and I kind of already pre-ordered like six cases of Captain America, but I was still rose colored glasses. Obviously, now I'm super burnt on the cap set, it makes me so angry to think about because we could super drop the ball. Um, but like rose colored glasses at the time. I made two trips down to the Omaha, Nebraska area. I drove <laughs> oh, two yeah. hours, two separate times. Um, and I and I pulled absolute trash. The first pre-release I went to, the second pre-release, I did somehow win. Um, and But there was also an ultra chase pulled that night by I think Devin or someone near Devin anyways. And I was like, dang it. Why could I have not pulled that seriously? Um, and then I also bought in another person for rainbows pre-release here in Sioux falls and then i bought myself in and i mulligan myself and they we we still all pulled rares and i only pulled out of technically the i think full brick of boosters i would have bought in. yeah I, I bought a full brick with the mulligan and then her buy-in then my is i got one super rare in all of those pre-releases and it was machine man and uh, it hurt it hurt a lot it sucked um, and then, of course, when we did the WKO in Nebraska, I also only pulled rares for my two boosters I bought then. So my Captain America sealed whatever uh, career was awful. And it really, really sucked. So, yeah, that was that was the craziest thing that I did is I, I did all that hurt and that pain. for such a little such little return on investment. And by return, I mean a negative. There was no return. There was zero return.
1: Also, that first so, yeah. release, you had to watch me open Ultron, and I think
0: uh Is it a Super Thor or Monger something, like that? or
1: something. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, there's was, no Iron Monger, not Iron Monger. Uh, uh, Arno top. Stark. I think it was Arno Stark. I don't remember, but yeah, it was. It was a pretty hefty pull for me, and it was. Uh, yes, the it did hurt
0: for you, yeah. Yes, it was it was bad, uh, and then of course I had to play in Bellevue. That could have been Mrus the the worst part of the night. No offense, anyone from Bellevue. Um, yeah, I'm just going to shut up. Actually, let's move. I didn't <laughs> cut that out. We uh, play fast right, and loose down oh. there. If you can't, if you, you, you really can't do. hang fast really and
1: do. loose and just like shake your head and go like, all right, then I I don't okay. know what you're
0: even doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have some questions from our man in Japan. Malcolm Rush. That's in Japan. Japan? No, 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 no! I can't go to Japan. Uh, Malcolm says these are questions about the rules, guys. So if you if you want to end the show here, uh, but we just there's some quick questions. I think we're going to say some slightly different things about the rules, and we have time passed. So what other rules changes do you want Whiz Kids to make for the rule book slash the PAC? What so, Some rules changes you want them to make.
1: I don't really have any rules changes that I specifically want them to make. I just want them to overall make the the rules flow better. There's very few games that require, for high level like play. I guess uh, most collectible games require you to like invest time and stuff into them. But um, HeroClix especially seems really daunting when you're like, here's the rules book. And then also, if you want to be correct, you'll need the comprehensive rulebook. And then here's the powers and ability card. And also, you'll have to check the erratas list. Like, you know, just... It's constantly, like, different stuff. Also, yeah, so my main thing is uh, make a flowchart for the powers. Just to, like, really simplify, really dumb down. Like, have you know, some people in the community have already made flowcharts. I don't think any of those will be correct, but it'd be awesome if WizKids had a definitive one that said, like, activate, like, you know, running shot, charge, or, like, power action, and then that can lead into, like, X. Like, hypersonic can lead into, like, X. And they kind of already had it with, like, charge being a capital close, uh, running shot being a capital range. For some reason, that was still, like, really hard, but if they had, like, an actual visual aid can help some people, especially newer players. And then um, for the PAC or something, I don't care what it is, it would be awesome if we got a team abilities card with all the modern team abilities or just all the team abilities ever. And I get that they're adding some and they're changing some and stuff, but just to have like a definitive 2021 and forward or backwards or just current uh, team abilities Mm -hmm. would be awesome as like a reference point.
0: Uh, The only changes I want them to make um, now that we know the Wonder Woman ally team ability does that is perfect for the Spider-Man ally team ability Uh, because let's be honest, the only person that's really a wild card for like Spider-Man is Spider-Man himself. You know, like I don't see Black Cat popping up on that many teams unless it's like with Spider-Man or like the sinister people. So like change, yeah, change Spider-Man ally to Super Senses on a six majority of the people yeah, instead of wild card, you know and then Spider-Man you can have team player because now that we have team player we don't need any team abilities that are just wild cards same thing with calculator i don't know do something with calculator i don't know just make it not wild card anymore make it make it old who knows but like yeah i hopefully you know like with what they did with minions of doom how they made that no longer wild card hopefully they do that and just make team player the only wild card uh team ability i think that's the best way to do it uh, i think spider-man should just yeah should just be the water woman ally ta i think it's perfect i think it's perfect for it um, and then besides that, the only other change I want is part of the rule book where it says your opponent may look at your card, period. They kind of left it really gray and like unspecified and people were like looking at the back of my cards this last tournament. So how about you just go ahead and put of a not the back though. So like don't do that, you know, put a little, little asterisk so you can look at the front of your opponent's card. That is all. And then start printing the team abilities on the fronts and the point values uh, as well, since that should be information everybody should see. And I don't want them to see the back. So I still need to see that information. Um, so, yeah. Let's let just go ahead and add that uh, before I open that can of worms. Let's just, uh, let's, just jump into, let's jump into the second one. Uh, which rules or powers and abilities do you want WizKids not to change this time around? So, so again, I don't they Probably haven't
1: touched yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. I can't really think no, of anything that, like, they could truly screw up in a way that I would just be, like, blown away I can think that they could. I mean, I I believe that they are capable of doing said thing, but uh, I haven't seen anything as of yet, and I have more faith in them than that. So, uh, the only ones that I think are perfectly fine and they do not need to mess with at all, um, and there. I mean, I guess there's a couple, but regeneration and blades are like the two. Um, I was thinking about like toughness, invuln stuff like that, but actually, the more I think about it, the more I think those could actually use a rework because toughness and invuln always seem like worse versions of like the better defensive powers, like invincible and impervious. So maybe rework toughness and invuln, maybe not. I don't really care. Um, but regen and blades are the two that I, I think are great. Um, unless they somehow make blades work for range. Cause that'd also be really fun. Just the trebuchet of knives is
0: something i'll always know always want shooting shooting my fangs shooting my teeth out i team to range blades you no yeah, yeah yeah let's not make it range let's not do that uh i things i don't want to mess with they aced leadership last time when they did leadership they made it chef's kiss perfect all right leadership is great don't don't touch leadership leave it alone and it looks like that is probably true. They probably realize that they did a freaking amazing job on leadership. Leadership slaps, period. Leadership's a great power. I love it. All right? I don't love a lot of things. You know? I like my family. I love leadership. Okay? <laughs> period. You know? Uh, leadership's an awesome power. It's always been one of my favorite powers. And it's just so good now. Okay? Uh, or tiny. Don't mess with tiny. Tiny's in a good spot right now. Tiny makes sense. Little, little, you can carry a little dude. You know? You can get plus one from Reigns, they're hard to see, they're small. What if they just did to tiny, don't mess they with do tiny. to Dolphin? Dolphin, eh, then you can mess with tiny. That's pretty solid.
1: You I can see it. Batman's the size is like a quarter, I can't one see to
0: defense from like twenty feet away. Under like certain circumstances, way better than plus than one. To one, to one defense, to hey, man. they are both they are both plus one to defense. You know what? I'll change my answer. I do want them to change tiny. Thank you for enlightening me, <laughs> Simeon. That would be a great change to tiny. Make tiny pretty good. But then if you're close enough, seeing over people. So it shouldn't block line of fire. They should not be able to be targeted. It it can't block line of fire. That would be bad. Should still be able to see past them.
1: Right. Something like that.
0: You know? Yeah. Uh, Number three. The changes that they have released so far. Which ones do you like or don't like? Keep this one. Yeah. A little quick.
1: Yeah. For this one, it's hard to tell. It's really hard for me to say what I like and don't like until we get an entire comprehensive rules dropped. Um, I don't wanna like be a naysayer until I have something to truly actually point at and say this is like not something I like. Um and the articles haven't I mostly poke fun at their reasonings behind like the changes, unless so the changes themselves. Um, so I'm currently positive about the rules that we quote unquote know, but uh the only things I really haven't been a fan of are the pushing damage and knockback damage going away. I really want pushing damage to be a choice where you can choose to push character or not. Um, then new players, when you're telling them, you're just like, yep, you can just do two actions and that's all you have to tell them. And then you have to clear. Uh, and then once they become like a more versed player, then they can be like, Oh, I can choose to take damage when I give a second action token or whatever. Um, so that'd be cool and then uh, the the changes to theme teams I'm still kind of on the fence about but I don't think it's going to matter for me personally like as like the style I play I don't think changing theme teams and generic keywords and stuff like that how those work I don't think it'll be a big enough change to really make me care one way or the other so yeah that's I don't know that sums up my my total feelings as of now
0: All right. Uh, so changes uh, I don't like. I do not like pushing. I am OK uh, with everybody being able to do two things in a turn, but you should not get rid of pushing damage. Uh, let it be optional. You know, there's tactical advantage there. And then it's like, hey, look, you can take damage. Or if you don't want to, you don't have to type of deal. And then a new player can be like, but well, why would I want to take damage? Like They don't see the tactical opportunity yet. That's fine. It lets them keep playing their figures more. Perfect. That's the perfect thing. That's what they should do instead. I do not like. the just there is no pushing. Everybody can always do stuff like being able to damage your own people is very huge. It's very important. It's how we've played since the dawn of time, dawn of time since 2002. So yeah. And then I like the generic theme thing. I've always preferred generic keywords. Um, I love soldier. I was you know big 7076 fan um, when he came out just because he made soldier a name theme team. I could care less about putting spider folk on it. So yeah, but. Now, Soldier is going to be a name theme team, and we'll have all the same things as normal theme teams. So that's all that matters. I just like playing soldiers again, so that's great for me. Uh, number four, Malcolm says, any advice to WizKids Kids about these changes to the rulebook and the power ability card?
1: Uh, so the only thing, I, the only advice I could say is just try to be extremely clear on the wording. And try and set a precedent with the wording that you use. So when you say, like, place and generate and stuff like that, be, like, really clear and explicit about that. Um, And then set a precedent for future sets. So when you have your designers, whether it's the same person or not, working on, like, each set, you have a flow chart or, like, a list of, like, keywords and phrases that they can use. So you don't have one guy listing a power as like this person places a like bystander next to him and then a different person say this person generates like hindering terrain or this you know blah 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 um just make sure that it's all like congruent it's all like working together so you don't have you don't mm-hmm. have certain figures in the same sets or certain figures in like the very next set doing the same thing but with different wording because That seems to leave a lot of like room open for interpretation. And uh, it's super simple to just avoid it. If you just have like a bank of words and kind of powers to pull from. I get like there will always be the one cool character with a paragraph long trait. Like Captain Marvel that just has an infinite like long trait. And you just want it to be really cool and do this really fun thing. But just try and really hammer out those like tiny details so that uh, it's not incredibly open to interpretation
0: by the community. Right for sure. Uh, because if you give the community an inch, they will easily take a mile uh, even if figures like it have worked differently in the past. if you take out one two words from that trait, oh baby, it's it's just it's a different thing. It's a totally different thing. And even though, like, we know how some figures should work, that's not how they're worded. So we're going to roll with the most broken, best way possible. It's just the way it is. So, yeah, be careful with your wording, guys. Watch your words. Sadly, I feel like you need to be more of a uh, more of an English major than, like, a mathematician to play this game sometimes. Like, you would think with, like, dice and numbers and calculations and probabilities and all that jazz, like, oh, if you're really good at math, you might be really good at hero so, Like, No, I think if you're really good at the English language and how awful it is, Then you're really good at hero clicks because, man, it's confusing. Um, For me, uh, I think the changes they should do is less is more. And I don't know if they actually said an article on this, like named it or not. But specifically in terms of combos, I think less things that combo together would make it easier for new players to understand. To me, it's like, oh, you have infinite options as opposed to uh, the three, two, three powers work with charge, work with running shot. OK, let's let's not make so much stuff combo. It gets ridiculous and dial design. Moving forward, let's try to limit the amount of special powers that give, you know, charge my control blades and it's like, well, what do I do here? You know, like something weird and confusing like that, you know? So let's like still have pick a power, still do whatever. But like as long as in your dial design, it looks like the dials are simpler. Looking at Wonder Woman, they, they appear to be simpler. They appear to be something more palatable anyone can understand. So that's good. So far, anyways, the shifty focus <laughs> equipment and character might be a little weird, but it's still fine. Um, but yeah, less is more. Combos, let's chill out. Let's, And I think also changes for a lot of people. I get you're totally revamping the game, um, but to keep the player base, because like new players don't exist yet. That's just a fact. All right, Who does exist are the players that have been buying this game for the past you know, 15, uh, 18, 19 years, whatever. So Let's worry about these guys first and then new players second, you know, and that's obviously not what you're doing. That's okay. It's not my company. It's yours. And it's not my game. It's yours. Uh, I'm just someone who's very passionate about the game who really enjoys the game. Like I said, I like my family. I love this game. It's awesome. So let's just, let's just cool it, cool our jets a little bit. Uh, I like that. You're not just like, boom, here's the rule book. Here's all these changes, and then people have to like lose sleep reading it overnight. I do like the articles. I like that you are giving us an article every couple of days, and now it's been a week without an article, so we don't know if we're done yet. We don't know if you are, hopefully, you're taking in information and feedback, and then you're going to change some things. That's great. Uh, Obviously, um, you can change how certain things work, but maybe not how powers work, because you've already made a set with how you think the new powers should work, so that's going to be really weird uh it would be it would have been better if you would have made these articles more in advance i guess like if you were truly serious about taking feedback and it would change dial design it would have probably been great to have these articles like a year ago saying like hey we're going to change the game in like a year but then i understand like that's way too much time for people to be nitpicking on your case about these rules so like there's there's some in between but like now that you have you've already made this set you know it's period um and now you're making all these articles and people don't like them. So now you can't, there's only so much you can change about your wording and the articles and what you can do. Like you can change a symbol, you know, like you can change the master's of evil team ability. you haven't printed any masters of evil yet. And you're not going to for a while. So that can just be changed. Who cares? But certain, certain powers, you know, uh, at, at no cost, stuff like that, you cannot retroactively fix once the set already exists. So less is more guys. Less is more. Let's so chill out on the combos. And then somewhere in all that word soup that I made, there's some meaning there. So take that as you will, whiz kid employee who has to listen to this <laughs> so they know they hate us. I will Thank say uh, to piggyback off the comments. Oh, and about... product. All that product you were sending to married is clicks us. <laughs> us. Just real quick. Anyways, I mean, keep going.
1: Uh, to all piggyback right, off your right. comment about like older players being like who's like in the community right now, <laughs> until, like, organized play and, like, stores and venues start reopening, like, we are the only ones that are buying the product for them, like, for the vast majority. There's probably, like, a few people that are brand new and buying, like, some product. But unless WizKids is planning on opening up, like, training centers to teach new players how to play, you're going to have to rely on the old community that's, like, been around to not only learn the new rules, but also teach the new players the new rules. So, yeah, like, I I mean, it's not, like, a threat. I'm not saying, like, we'll all walk away. We're going to unionize. But, uh, yeah, you, you have to make sure that, like, enough of the current player base is happy with the new rules, which I think they are. I'm not going to lie. I think the vocal people that are mad about the new rules are in the vast minority. I think most people are just quiet and just kind of, like, trudging along, like... Oh, new rules for a game I can't even go play at my venue. Cool. Um, but yeah, at the same time, like, I'm glad that they're taking some feedback from people that actually play the game because those are the people that will have to teach the new players when those players actually have a place to play.
0: Right. For sure. Uh, but all right, those are all of Malcolm's questions. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our insight. Actually, I'll call it Simeon's Insight in my uh, <clears throat> adolescent rambling. <laughs> Absolute nerd rage. Absolute rage. Absolute rage. Uh, all right. That's all all you.
1: right. Before we go, let's do a quick Jedi Legend clicks tip of the week. You we don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks.
0: You want to go home and rethink your life. I
1: want to go home and rethink my life.
0: Uh, General Legend says, here's tip of the week, single base giants and colossals can be moved by TK, but not peanut bases, two by twos, or like three by six giants and colossals. Because, you know, that wouldn't make any sense at all. So it's always been very funny with TK rules and like being able to move people because there are giants with TK, but they can only TK single base characters. And then there are single base characters who are giants that can be TK'd by standard size, like small Characters. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah. The one that stands out the most to me is like
1: Jakar from AI, who is a colossal that had a mm. special TK power, but could not use it on himself while everyone else could. So, yeah, th- I guess if we're going to lump back to uh, what rules changes we'd like to change, make them the same as carrying. You can, t- like, colossals can TK other colossals and any size smaller just like they can carry Colossals in any size smaller. Um, yeah, make them TK, same size or smaller. Simple and
0: effective. That is going to be an Endor show. As always, guys, you can find us at facebook.com slash dialh4heroclicks. Twitter, dialh 4 FO. No, it's not FO. It's just for dialh4heroclicks on Twitter. On Instagram, we post some a Thursday Throwdown thumbnails on Instagram. It's dialh4heroclicks, all spelled out. Uh, follow us there on YouTube. That's our biggest thing. YouTube.com. Just type in dialogue for hero clicks. will pop up. We make. Uh, there's another YouTube tangent guys. Ready for this? We make some of the most unique hero clicks videos you will ever see. They are amazing. Uh, Simi and I have a lot more video ideas coming soon as well for new series. So stay tuned for that, especially the creative people amongst yeah. you. I think it's. Uh, but, yeah. Be if you want to see people. I've one yet.
1: Um... I, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's going to be the best one yet, but it's it'll be different, and it'll be the most watchable one yet, is what I'll say.
0: It's different, and by golly, by gosh, aren't we just all about different? Are we not, though? So, yeah. So, you know, if you want to watch, check out some gameplay videos of us playing with the new rules, you can do so. Those are Thursday Throwdown videos. We are playing in some Golden Age indie sets, so they aren't designed for new rules, so it's kind of funny. If you want to watch unboxings, we do an unboxing about a week after the set comes out. Um, I don't get my products. You know, shipping is the way it is. So I don't always get my product the fastest. Uh, This for the first unboxing I did. I think I did on Sunday. And that was like the fastest I've ever gotten product um, from like that Wednesday to the next, the following Sunday. And it wasn't there Saturday. It was there on Sunday. So I was like, someone's breaking the. The Postal Service laws here delivering on a Sunday, but I'm okay with it because my case is here. Um, So that was interesting. Uh, Yeah, so definitely check out for unboxings when new sets happen. Like I said, even though I don't like Rise and Fall of X-Men, I'll still try to get some product to unbox. I always want to make fun little skits or some stupid little things, throw in videos to entertain people. We do videos like uh, Hot Ones, and we do videos like Our Extreme Rules. We want to do Extreme Rules as soon as we can. We might do it uh, even before Wave 2 comes out. Uh, it just sort of depends what happens. And we we have all sorts of really great video ideas. We want to start growing the YouTube channel. We were at 600 subscribers for about 10 hours, I think, this weekend. Uh, we're back to 599, sadly. Um, but that is, it is the way it is. Uh, we're not, I know our content's not for everybody. We're not necessarily, you know, married with clicks, meta. You'll learn how to play the game. Super positive. You know, we're not. You know, once again, Devin, we're not happy the little hero clicks just makes very good, consistent, fun content like I get it. We are not only like zero for YouTube overall, but we're almost like zero for like hero clicks YouTube. But uh, I have had people message me, say we make some really unique content. There's we have thousand or so podcast listeners. So if all of you guys would just to subscribe and even just forget about it, maybe watch a video every once in a while, that would still be that would still be really cool. And it'd still really help out the show. And don't you guys want to help out the show? Don't you? Especially with the amazing content we make. Anyways, YouTube rant over. Uh, but now, if you really want to help out the show and give us a budget so we can eat more hot wings, so we can do more extreme rules, uh, so we can buy better podcast equipment, so we can get Simeon his desk. <laughs> you can do so uh, at patreon.com or somewhere in there. But you go to Patreon, type in dialishforheroclicks, you can do that. We do monthly giveaways. Don't know what I'm giving away February yet. Technically, it's already over, so... I'll just give away some rares from Future Foundation. Didn't make a big post about it. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I just want people to join the Patreon because they truly enjoy the content we make, not that we just give stuff away. Uh, We also give away cool... I mean, if you support us at certain tiers, you're going to get rewards like stickers and tokens. You will instantly get into our Discord, even at the $1 tier. So, And that's always fun. I've had people say that is their favorite part of our uh, our patreon is that they just really just like the discord and they like the community there so yeah we have a good time on discord we might start doing bad samaritan i always say that we never do it but maybe who knows we get enough people interested we'll start doing more bad samaritan sometime but yeah guys join the patreon if you want to support the show uh if we get to 500 we will build a pseudo wrestling ring for extreme rules two. if we get to a thousand dollars we will build a hell in a cell i don't know how but we will that is a promise. If we, if we somehow get $500, we will build a wrestling ring. And if we get $1,000, we will absolutely build the Hell in a Cell somehow. We'll figure it out. Even if it costs more than $1,000 for us to do it, we will absolutely do it. That is my promise to you. Uh, then, uh, really quick before we go, shout-out to Josh Parlin. Uh, he's buying some figures from me. He asked for a shout-out on the show. Shout-out, Josh Parlin. Yeah. <laughs> Simeon. It's, your, it's, your, it's all you, man. All right. And with that, we once
1: again bid you adieu to speak a language that Calder knows and loves. And if you want to speak a language that Calder knows and loves uh, use code DIAL5 at our sponsor's website coolstuffinc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at coolstuffinc.com
0: Alright guys, and as always happy trails! Mat, mat, mat,
1: mat, my, 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 my stuff.